sixth person will now contest next month's presidential election after businessman Peter Casey received the support of a fourth local authority today. The poor councillor, the people of Tipperary, paid £1.7 million to build six luxurious houses for the travellers and they won't move in because they want stables for their horses. The Red Sea Poll and the Irish Times Ipsos MRBI survey indicate that businessman Peter Casey will come second with 21% of the vote. The former Dragon's Den This thing with Peter Casey, actually I think it has set the whole process of, tra- of us as being a recognised travelling community, ethnic community, um, back along with... Peter Casey's comments during the presidential campaign were no doubt controversial. Many people disagreed with him, but many people also agreed. And that resulted in him getting over 300,000 votes. But was Peter Casey wrong about travellers? So I've arrived in Shop Street, Galway to meet Peter Casey and it hasn't taken very long for him to be recognised. Thank you for your support. Could I, could I get a photograph? I don't think he was wrong. He said right. He was in Tipperary and uh, they were accusing him of being racist, which I struck which I strongly disagree. Peter Casey was not racist, and he is not racist. Should he apologise for anything he says during uh, the campaign? I don't think he should apologise. He wasn't in the wrong, and everybody is entitled to their opinion. Peter, we're here in Galway today. We're going to meet Brian Dillon, who works with travellers with the group Kenya. Um, mm-hmm. We're also going to meet with Martin Beans Ward. He's a member of the travelling community. I suppose we're looking to explore were you wrong about travellers? Your comments were quite controversial during the presidential campaign. Uh, looking back now, were you wrong? No. <laughs> I mean, there is absolutely no difference uh, in my DNA and a traveller's DNA. Uh, I don't think they are a different ethnic group. Obviously, it's not as healthy living in a caravan with, without proper perhaps sanitation or without perhaps, you know, running water and all that, you know, the the and... It's clearly not a healthy culture uh, because of the life expectancy. And that's, but, that's, but more travellers would live in houses now than live on yeah, holding sites. See, I wouldn't call them travellers. They're people who live in houses. <laughs> you know, a traveller is somebody who actually travels and moves around. Uh, and I don't call somebody who lives in a house a traveller. I mean, how do you make that out? I mean, it, that's nonsense. Um, do you think by meeting the likes of Martin Beans Ward, who's a member of the travelling community, that you'll kind of see the more uh, human side to what it's like to be a traveller or live as a traveller in Ireland? I actually don't think Martin is a traveller. I mean, he lives in a house, you know. I mean, I don't actually believe that somebody who lives in a house is a traveller. You know, a traveller is somebody who is in a caravan and goes from site to site to site. That is a traveller. The fact that you're living in a house means you're not a traveller. So the first person we meet in Galway is Brian Dillon. He's a development officer with Kina. They are a traveller-led housing body. We meet him at the train station and go for a coffee. And from the outset, Brian lets Peter Casey know what he thought of his comments. Two things really, there would have been a disagreement, absolutely. 
But secondly, that based on, on misinformation and or say even no information at certain instances would have been my reaction to it, that it was misinformed. And I think, uh, I don't know, people use the word popularist, and I don't know, I, like, and also I've seen that what Peter Casey was saying was nothing more than what, uh, you know, an awful lot of people in Ireland are saying, that doesn't make it correct, or in itself doesn't make it right or proper or informed. Do you feel it's important that there should be a discussion about this, though, because obviously there is certain people across the country who share these views? I, I, I think so, I think so. I, I, I mean, y- you could... Uh, you could take one view on it and, and say that, well, this needs to be buried and uh, certainly there, there shouldn't be any discussion in this. I, I absolutely do think there needs to be discussion about why there is so much inherent prejudice and misinformed uh, hatred and vengeance and, and bigotry and venom that's directed inside almost decent Irish society against the traveller community. So discussion is needed on that, of course it is. Peter... You made controversial comments during the campaign. Do you have any regrets about what you said? Were you wrong? You have to put in the backdrop of... uh, I had no idea of what had built up in Ireland with the travelling community. It wasn't until I went down to Turles and I saw these six beautiful houses that were empty and the travelling wouldn't move in because they were demanding an acre of land and two sheds per house. Now, the night before, I had come from Dublin, where there was myself and my wife walked around, and there was people sleeping in doorways, you know. And it was a cold night. And that's what really was the backdrop to my comments. I thought it's disgraceful that these people are offered free houses and they won't move in because they want stables and an acre of land. And I said, that's just bonkers, it's wrong. Brian, you work, the, the key aspect of your job is accommodation, trying to find accommodation for travellers. Um, is it as straightforward as Peter said there, these, this traveller family in Thurlis wanted land for horse stables, is it as straightforward as that? Not only is it not as straightforward, but it's factually incorrect. Those families were in, in, in that accommodation for over 30 years. They never, ever wanted houses. In fact, they continuously told the council that they didn't want houses. Uh, they were eventually convinced that if houses were built for them, would they move? Because there was an interest in that in the, in the area where they were staying in. When they eventually decided uh, and, and made the agreement that they would move, uh, the agreement very clearly at that stage was that the site right across the road would be given and that houses would be built on that site, but that the site would be given. Factual, factual error number one, they never demanded stables. Factual error number two, they never asked for an acre of land each. Never. The, the, those are just complete and absolute fabrications. The other thing that I'd say to you is that from the day that the council decided to build those houses, uh, for a three-and-a-half-year period, they had no contact whatsoever with those residents about what they were building, how they were building it, how, what would happen in that situation. And the, the, the families were left uh, negotiating through the national media, through a hate campaign, basically, on the national media. And it, dis- it destroyed a lot of them. I mean, an awful lot of the children going to school got very, very serious abuse and through all that. And the families themselves have come through a horror story with it. They don't want to talk to media, they don't want to talk to anybody. So did the families in Thurlis at Camberbridge, did they ever turn down this accommodation then? 
At this moment in time, uh, there, there, there's negotiations going on with the council now, so I don't want to comment on that. But I know, I know that from talking to the families, they had, at certain stages have been saying to the council, well, these houses should be allocated to homeless people in Thurlis, as Peter says. Does that change in any way your view of what was happening in Thurlis, Peter? Oh, I uh, disagree with Brian, because I know the facts. I've spoken to councillors down there. Uh, the money... T- for those houses was built came from a fund that was put up as a part of this ethnic uh, uh, program. Uh, <coughs> the money was taken, applied for by Tipperary County Council, apparently to build those houses for the travellers, and therefore that is the reason they can't be allocated to non-travellers. No, uh, even with Peter saying there, I mean I could pick up five or six things that you're saying was incorrect. There's a thing called the Traveller Accommodation Programme, which uh, those houses were built out of. Mm-hmm. There were very, uh, I think, as far as I'm concerned, uh, inside about 15 years in the whole of Tipperary, they were the only houses that were built. Um, and that that money was underspent. Money was given back to the state out of it. So there's a whole range of things that I don't think we need to go into because I think that any of those... But I think the main, the key bit is... To building building any kind of opinion or thesis on uh, stereotyping is very very dangerous, or on hearsay, or on uh, on one or two instances of of anything and anything. We're sitting in Galway City. If I said, well, I grew up with people from Galway and I didn't get on too well with them, so the rest of them are all terrible, or I grew up with somebody from Galway, and, they, and they, that 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 stuff is just seriously dangerous. And I think that's what's happening here. I think we you, you can beat the thing in Torres to death. I think it was it was absolutely. I think the families were used inside that that kind of situation. Uh, nobody, including the media, chose to sort out the facts. Of it. I now wish to formally recognise travellers as a distinct ethnic group within the Irish nation. You made other comments during the presidential campaign that you don't think travellers are an ethnic minority. <clears throat> they are an ethnic minority. Do you still stand over those comments? Nonsense. They're not an ethnic minority at all. I mean, uh, people from India are a different ethnic race. People from Pakistan are a different ethnic race. My DNA is exactly so, the so same. So what do you consider an ethnic minority if travellers are not an ethnic well, minority? Do How do you consider them to be an ethnic minority? I mean, they're Irish. They're Irish. Can there be an ethnic minority? I mean, my DNA, if you pick a hundred travellers and put Peter Casey's DNA there in there, I guarantee you, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference in the DNA. Brian, Dylan, you're shaking your head there. Like, what do you make of that? Well, you could start with the dictionary, I suppose, um, and look up what ethnic means. You know, That would be, wouldn't be a bad start. You know, I mean, ethnic is, uh, is an, a, a recognition of an identifiable subculture within a dominant culture. That's what ethnic is. Would you agree then that, for example, the 45,000 Indian people who are here now, Irish citizens, Irish residents, uh, would you agree that they are a different uh, ethnic uh, uh, culture? Of course. And they should be given uh, the same funding? Then no, fund- no, well, I, don't, well, I, don't I don't understand what you're talking about well, in terms of funding. Well, 150 million was allocated. If you, if you, mean, if you mean the funding to the traveller yeah. sector, yeah. which was cut by 89%, 
uh, every the cuts across every other sector in Ireland no, uh, no during other, austerity no other, were thirty percent no across other, all sectors. Yeah, but Brian, so no, the traveller community, the cuts were eighty nine percent. No other. So no you, other, I don't know where this big well, money is that you're talking about. One hundred and fifty million was allocated. Only one hundred and five million was spent. Yeah. Right. So you know. Um, but there was 150 million allocated to the to, to the travelling when they got their ethnic yeah. status. Um, no, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. Y yes, there was. No. Yes, there was. You're mixing up uh, at traveller accommodation boards, it, which would always would have been there. Absolutely so zero why, why, was, why, why, was allocated so on, question, on, on the question, ethnic risk. The question is then: Do you recognise that the 45 million, uh, 45,000 Indian people living here, who are now residents in Ireland, their different ethnic status? They are different ethnic status. I, I, so I, I, should we give you, them money as well? After you'd finished with the dictionary, Peter, you might maybe open a history book or two as well. Will you inform yourself more about the traveller community, as Brian has suggested? Um, I'm very well informed, so you know, uh, and I continually read uh, and keep myself informed. So. so, so you won't read about the the history of the traveller culture? I have already read about the history of the, the traveller culture, and for you to suggest that I haven't is an insult. So, so what have you read? So saying, what, what have you read? I'm not. You see, you're you're assuming that I haven't read. So. I have read a lot about the history of the travelling culture ever since this became an issue, and for you to suggest that I haven't is, you know, it's just wrong. So it was Brian suggested it, not me. No, but it was you. It was you. So you know, so change the attitude. I'm not going to justify your your comments like that. You're you're trying to suggest that I have not got the knowledge that I have. So let's move on to the next question. I would love nothing more than to sit down with Peter Casey and myself, have a drink with him, have a coffee with him, take on board his concerns, show him the human side, take away the, the, the anti-traveller rhetoric, talk him through things and show him the human aspect. That's Martin Beans Ward, who's a member of the travelling community and also a well-known comedian. He was speaking there on RTE's Cutting Edge last year and he said he'd be happy to sit down with Peter Casey. And we've met him in a pub in Galway. I don't think the people who voted for you were entirely racist. Um, you know, one of your, your, I suppose, justifications was to say that, well, they're the same as everyone else. You know, mm -hmm. it can't be racist because they're the same as everyone else, because they're Irish. I think there's a little bit of, I suppose, a lack of knowledge around what nationality and ethnicity mean. Because you can be nationally, you can be Irish, mm -hmm. but your ethnicity then is broken down to a sublet. So basically, being uh, a traveller would be a separate ethnicity, but you still have the same nationality. Well, I'm just as, as Irish. I would have it as a subculture, not a... No, you see, that's the problem, because it was, yeah. it was known as a subculture up until recognition. And that was a justification given for not giving recognition. But then, through the last 20 years, that decided, you know, there are markers that are set out to determine whether a community or a group are an ethnic minority. Mm -hmm. And that comes from Europe, from people that work in law, the people that work in sociology, anthropology. These are experts in their fields. These are PhDs. Uh, but I, I look, to be honest with you, Peter, look, I don't think that you're a horrible, nasty individual. Well, thank you. I do think that you probably... Just brought you a paint, I would think. <laughs> I know, look at that, and the whole pub is empty. Uh, so that's the only time a traveller will be bought a pint, I suppose. Um, and look at me, I'm on my own as well. Look, I don't think that you're a nasty person. I think that you may be somewhat misguided. And I think 
over time, you don't want to be the, the, the person, the, the footnote in history, the person who, who was, I suppose, responsible for all the negative and nasty comments on social media. Did you ever no set idea. out to even uh, mention travellers in your presidential campaign? Not at all. It wasn't until I went down and saw the houses in Turles that, you know, I just said, Although, Peter, although, um, you know, if you were to analyse your campaign a little bit politically, you did take that weekend to watch how the reaction on social media went. Well, that was the weekend that we had the family tragedy oh, and right. everything else was mounting up, you know, yeah. and it just, quite frankly, it looked as if, you know, the whole thing was obvious that he, Michael D was going to win anyway. Did you seriously it? consider pulling out? Of course. I mean, I was, I mean... It was obvious. So it wasn't wasn't a publicity stunt. It was obvious he was going to win. You know, I mean, like he was he was ten, I think he was ten to one on. So it was a it was obvious that he was going to win. B I was getting all this flack from everybody. So that was I genuinely thought. And then literally over the weekend, I got like three thousand uh, messages, emails, everything. You know, saying don't pull out. You know, and I thought, well, I've I've only got another week to go. Even to after even after your comments, okay, mm. and even when. You know, you, you were saying that you were thinking about stepping away from the, the the campaign. I would have even at that point, even after your anti-travel comments, which were accidental, even after that, I still wanted to see you stay within the race because I held out hope that you would have addressed that accident that you made. Unfortunately, it kind of it's it's it became an avalanche. It, it, it got it got worse and worse and then all of a sudden you became the person who spoke out against travellers which spoke to a certain segment of society that are already disenfranchised and quite frustrated well as I mentioned you you know, but it you was, gave them a bogeyman is you know yeah well that was an accident because well, what would you, you know, say to those people well, who, who, I mean, who look I, I, at you well, as that's what I, that's what I, when I do went you in, wish when that I the issue the, of travellers never came up in your campaign um, well absolutely you know but it, it did come up you can't put the genie back into the bottle however Unless you actually talk about the piebald in the room, unless you, I suppose, retract that misconception that some of your voters, not not all of your Mm. voters, but some of your voters that are on social media calling for you to solve the traveller issues, unless you retract that and say, listen, hang on a second, that was, I was blindsided, that was an accident. Mm. By no means do I encourage any form of discrimination against any ethnic minority group. And I know you don't believe this about ethnicity, and we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely opposed to discrimination of any form, whether it be Which for sex, whether, whether, whether it be on uh, sexual orientation, whether it be in re- religious, whether grounds. Because we were discriminated growing up absolutely. in Derry. in the bog side, yes, you know, of course. And I, I left because you couldn't get a job if you were a Catholic in Derry, you know, and there was no opportunities there, and that's one of the reasons I left. And, I mean, I've seen discrimination living in Australia, they can massive discrimination against the Aboriginal community, yes. you know, is horrendous. But, you know. but would you consider the Aboriginal community an ethnic minority? Of course they are. And they're how, how would you consider them an ethnic minority but not the travelling community? Uh, because they're completely different. I mean, they are a completely different DNA. Aboriginals uh, look differently. They, they live out in the, in the wild, uh, barren parts of Australia. Um, but is that what it comes down to? That just they look differently? Oh, I, it's, it's, it, becomes, it goes down. I think ethnic uh, status comes down to your DNA. But DNA doesn't actually determine your ethnicity. There are several other grounds. Well, what about the 40,000 people from, well, there's like 45,000 Indian people who are different ethnic status? Would you, should they be given, because uh, 
You're going to say special. You're going to say special or extra rights. Should they? It's not special treatment. But should be given. Should they be? It's recognition. Should they be recognised? As which? As as an ethnic group. They are. But they don't get any special status. We don't either. We get 150 million. We get 150, 150 million, yeah. And is that to do with ethnic status, or was that ethnic was that in place? Yeah. Was that so no? That, that's that's that's, 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 that's the money that goes into traveller accommodation. accommodation. That's okay. Yeah. That's nothing to do with ethnic status. That's traveller specific accommodation, which, by the way, goes largely unspent. Just but are you starting away. to understand yeah. why travellers were granted ethnic status? I still, uh, I mean, I, I I think they definitely need financial assistance to break the, the this 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 cycle, the cycle which is damaging. You know, with high suicide rates lower life expectancy something absolutely has to be done Martin having met Peter I suppose what were you expecting to come out of this kind of conversation today and do you think that he has kind of softened his approach or do you think that well, he I, needs I, to be I, more informed I couldn't possibly answer for Peter who's sitting directly in front of me but I do think that there's a lot to be said for having a human conversation I, I, was, I was very hopeful that by meeting you today that you'd see that your words carry weight. Unfortunately, it's gone so far ahead now that it's going to require you to actually say to some of your uh, supporters that you don't endorse any form of discrimination against travellers. You have the opportunity now, Peter, to lay to rest a lot of those misconceptions about you. And it will require you to openly say that you don't advocate for discrimination against travellers. And, you know, life is about a little bit mm-hmm. of understanding. Yeah, yeah. I know. And do you, do you advocate for discrimination against travellers? Oh, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you're just... You're, no, you've been playing silly. <laughs> no, you know. I don't think he's, I, I think he's yeah. asking a question that a lot of people will be asking you on know. Twitter and Facebook, you know, to be fair. I think I have been tired on fairly. Well, the Peter Casey I'm seeing here today isn't the racist that's been portrayed online mm. he isn't the racist that trolls are looking to mm-hmm. uh, when they say you know sort out the traveler problem that's not what i'm seeing here today mm. so maybe if you were to just specifically state that mm-hmm. and bring out that side of you you'd, you might find that you get a lot of people like listening a bit more intently but unfortunately peter the things you said about my community were totally incorrect i would like to see you as the person as the mm-hmm. peter casey that i had a chat with here today i would like to see you say you know what look I may have said something that was wrong in the past. I apologise for that. I'm willing to learn more. Tomorrow, we continue our report on whether or not Peter Casey was wrong about travellers. There's not a racist bone in my body. Accommodation needs have never been met in this country. Ever, ever. There is a thing called, there is a programme in place in each council. It's not not a gift, what is it?